best in life comes when you simply refuse to give up. On a mission so strong that obstacles like failure and loss only act as motivation. I mean like, no one has the power to shatter your dreams unless you give it to them. Yeah, I go from tragedy to majesty. The victory has been woven into my tapestry. My adversary's not cut from the same flag as me. That's why the champion's gonna be who it has to be. This ain't the type of opportunity that just appears. I made it here because I shed blood, sweat, and tears. To get the title, I forever have my sights on. This is where I become an American icon. Yeah. If you a champion, show me you a champion. If you a champion, show me you a champion. The real I am your host, T-Rex, sitting out here on a lovely Tuesday night in Alabama, 45 minutes outside of Atlanta, Georgia, sitting poolside. It's a blessing to be on the air. We got the dogs barking. We got the crickets and the bugs out here chirping, doing a podcast outside by the pool. That's how we're going to rock it tonight. This is the season premiere of the King Underground Media. Once again, I am T-Rex. I want to give special thanks to The Hype Magazine, College Underground Radio, my lovely wife, Adman Wendy, DJ EA, Casey, and our two other hosts of, of the Live by Terrence Network. First, we have Turntable Thursdays host, Kid Retro, the Tailgate Crew Show host, the main event, Definitely want to give a shout-out to the whole team. It's fall is in the air. Summer, the unofficial last day of summer, is yesterday for Labor Day weekend in the United States. It's glad to be back. Work, we are, I'm glad to be back on the air and working. <laughs> I get tongue-tied sometimes. Almost five years on the air. It still happens to the best of us and the worst of us. <laughs> I, I hope I'm somewhere between the worst and the best or closer to the best side and not the worst side. It takes a lot of work, informal training, just doing this as a hobby in the beginning. But now it has turned into a global business. We reached out to many people, artists all walks of life, authors, just anybody. The show and platform is always open to anyone and everyone. We don't discriminate in any form of way. But I will say this, we do not do business with people that want to discriminate on anybody. We are human beings. We are one human race, and I'm going to say it on the air. All lives matter. All souls matter. I stand by that. My views do, does not reflect the next work. There are my personal views, but I'm willing to bet that I have other people that share my views as well. But it's Tuesday night, y'all. We're going to do some talking. We're going to talk about stuff that the media don't show you or is hidden in plain sight. So we got stories about Colin Kaepernick. We, we have, have have that coming up. We're also going to be talking about the MTV VMAs. I know that's been almost a couple of weeks ago, but we're going to talk about that because this is my first time officially on the air in months. I did co-host Turntable Thursdays last week. Uh, that was a very short abbreviated show. I'm a big, huge college football fan, and I love football. So, with Kid Retro being out and I was hosting the show, we didn't have any special guests. We kind of just tossed that to the wolves and called it a day and got to watch some college football with my family 
and throughout the weekend. Definitely give a special shout out to Sergeant Doughboy. Had a super duper early birthday party slash kickoff this past Saturday during the uh, Labor Day weekend. And I mean, we had games on. Got to uh, got to watch Alabama play, which that's my wife's team, DJ EA's team. They steamrolled USC. Watch Auburn struggle with their quarterback roulette 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 <laughs> five different people lining up behind center and it's just crazy 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 and, and, and with all that going on we almost had a chance to win the football game with two failed Hail Marys but hey at least the defense and the special teams tried to carry the team I understand that Gus Malzahn is still trying to figure out what to do at the quarterback position he went with a starter, Sean White, but then he ended up putting Jeremy Johnson in, John Franklin in third, and that's how, how how we rolled. But this Saturday, I hope that they have a better showing. We're playing against Arkansas State, and definitely looking forward to that game. We'll be watching that game with my family, and that's how we do it on Saturdays down here in the South. But the first thing we're going to talk about when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the MTV VMAs. It's it's a lot of things that you don't really pay attention to. We're going to share tonight on the air. But we're going to take a quick break, play this little music for you. Uh, this show is, is mainly talk radio, less music, more talk from T-Rex. But we'll be right back. Sunny, I promise I'll never come back. Sunny, promise I'll never come back.
Yeah, you got to check out that Fabi Celestin. If I leave, you definitely, definitely got to check him out. Thank you for the the love you have shown the radio network via Twitter, Instagram. So you definitely, you can find him. We're going to be rocking his music throughout our network on all the other shows. But we're talking about the VMAs. I know <laughs> what's funny about the VMAs or just MTV in general, usually when an award show comes on, it comes on on one channel. But now, I guess with all the Viacom companies, they decide they want to put the VMAs on the country music network or country music tele- television. Want to put it on VH1, BET, Tune Network, Nickelodeon. <laughs> Just pretty much anywhere where not only adults can watch it, but kids can sneak and watch it. Let's think about that for a minute. You're probably saying oh, he's going really going off the deep end about this this stuff. Well, you got to understand things about being in the media. We see a lot of things. The public should see a lot of things. But there's things that get ignored, and it kind of bothers me. Things are hidden in plain sight all the time from the beginning of media and television. We can go all the way back to the 30s with George Orwell with his 1984 book, how he pretty much talked about how, believe it or not, 2016 would be in the future. He predicted this back 80, 90 years ago, almost. Now, how would he know something about that? Well, when you work in the media, like I say, you go see things that other people might not notice or pay attention to. One of the things that I pay attention to mostly is uh, music award shows. I'm sort of a fan of award shows, but I feel like why we, we still have to give out trophies to you doing hard work or doing what you're supposed to do. You know, that goes all the way back to when we are born, we get congratulations about stuff. You, you go play sports and everything. You get these trophies and stuff like that. But besides the point, I know what you see on TV, you think it's art, and you and yes, there are a lot of talented people that is on our TVs, on our smartphones, on YouTube, just plastered everywhere. You always see them and hear about them, but you got to understand something. Not all art is good art, and then some some stuff is not necessarily art. Some stuff could actually be a ceremony that's going on. Think it's art. We think it's it's a play or or a show that they're putting on, but it can be something deeper. I want to put y'all in deep thought. You can't always believe what you see with your own eyes. Sometimes you have to think outside the box. Just because you sit in a room full of people that saying the same thing doesn't make them right. Just because you say something different than all the other people in the room doesn't make you wrong. Just want you to think about stuff. Besides this VMAs, just a lot of award shows in general, but I'm going to talk most about the VMAs. Do you notice that a lot of the performances have a lot of red in it, a lot of fire in it? Just a lot of chaos just going on on the stage. It could be people gyrating on the stage, saying this or that, wearing red clothing, and you know a lot of symbolism with with uh, checkerboard stuff, Greek columns, and you know so forth. It is art, but at the same time, what's really going on? Why does 
Beyonce music sound different today than it did about 12 years ago. Think about this. Beyonce now. Beyonce superstar worth half a billion dollars or more. Think about her music career. This is the turning point that I believe was made where her music changed to not going to say demonic side, but it definitely tests your soul on on certain things. The imagery, it don't, it, it's not all about the, the lyrics sometimes. It's the imagery that goes with the lyrics to kind of just opening them up, open the lyrics up even more. Before Crazy in Love was dropped, she had just gotten with Jay-Z. But before that, you know, she was still with Destiny's Child. Totally different. Music song about love. I don't, you throw a little few other tracks in there. That might not be talking about love. You're trying to, you're trying to, you're trying to get, get your groove on and stuff like that. But ever since Crazy in Love, if you remember the video where the car exploded, that was an imagery part to the person she is today. Exploding, allegedly having her in the car doing in the video shoot exploded in the video, of course, which, you know, it's not real, but the imagery of it was pretty much telling you that Beyonce is gone. We're going to give you the hellish, unadulterated superstar that will push the boundaries and limits. A lot of women and a lot of girls look up to her. But what's, what's really right is it okay to gyrate? Sublimely saying stuff about religion. And I know you have this whole, this whole empowering movement. But you're talking from both sides of the mouth. You can sing a song about God and Jesus, and then you'll sing a song about worldly, really worldly stuff. And that's what goes down at these VMAs and a lot of music today. A lot of these artists don't even really know what they're doing. It's almost like they are possessed with something. Kanye, everybody... Praising Kanye. Kanye, his whole message was selfish. His whole message was selfish. And he get praised for that. I want y'all to know, just because it seems like the most worldly person or the person that does the most bad things, get all the glory, the gratification, awards, and money, stuff is not going to last. The key term I said was worldly. It will be left here. Success doesn't equal that. But they're going to tell you that. They're going to tell you $300 million means you're successful. Yes, worldly you are successful. But are you successful internally? Are you successful mentally? Do you feel successful in the inside? Or do you feel like you're doing tricks for another entity that has nothing to do with saving your soul. The VMAs and award shows, we need to question those. We can't just sit around and accept these rituals that looks like performances. We cannot accept that. We can't accept Rihanna 
Beyonce, Kanye West, Future, Madonna, Drake, Jay-Z, all of these acts that's out here promoting filth to adults and children. The adults are just as guilty, too. Everybody need to be held accountable. Everybody need to read the lyrics. I used to be guilty of that, too. It is important that we know that we know what we are watching and what we are listening to. Because the word can be apple. Okay, you know, apple is a fruit. But it could be used with the imagery behind it as the devil's fruit. Just by just a simple imagery. These videos, the videos change those words really quick. You hear it on the radio, you just hear the words. Oh, it, oh, I like this. Oh, yeah, they 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 singing about freedom and being themselves and stuff like that. And then you flip on the TV on MTV or BET, VH1, and you watch the video to it. It is totally different. Those words now seems like, what are they really talking about? Why are they really dressed like that? Why are they always looking like they're sick or they got a bunch of people around them telling them what to do? You really need to know what's going on. You really need to know what's going on. Those shows are watched by millions. Kanye West doing there put a softcore porn music video on TV, in which he did. And people praised it because of uh, Tiana Taylor dancing and like um with the movie Flashdance. But if you look at the video... It's almost like watching softcore porn. The director himself even said he got some of the stuff from 70s and 80s porn. Now, this is what I read. I haven't watched the video. I might have seen five to ten second clips popping up on Instagram and Facebook like that, but I haven't watched the full video. I read the reviews from it. I saw the tweets from it. If you question it, if something looks like or maybe porn, it's probably porn. And that's what a lot of people were saying, but people were praising, oh, yeah, I got to get in shape like her and all this stuff. Nothing wrong getting in shape like her. But you don't have to sell yourself. It's crazy that these artists and celebrities tell you, oh, this is just art. I'm just acting. Okay. We understand that. But why are you doing that? What's the deeper purpose behind it? Why why are you walking around saying God is good in one one side of your mouth and you love Lucifer out the other side of your mouth? And you might not literally say that, that you love him, but you falling along that game plan. We want you to get as many people you can, influence them, dress halfway, talk half halfway, do this, all about yourself. Don't anybody in the world. You're doing the act. But the VMAs, I promise you, <laughs> and anybody as part of our team can vouch for this, especially my wife. I got all the all the music award shows on our DVR from this year, and I have not watched no more than probably about fifteen minutes of any of those award shows. 
I have them on there though, and maybe one day I I probably will binge walk binge walk <laughs> binge watch those music award shows just to critique and just see things I can point out or see that is hidden in plain sight. We have to be careful, y'all. We have to be careful about these shows, especially, you know, we let the, let our children watch it. Definitely got to be careful. Because if you don't do any research, you just sitting there listening to the music. Oh, the melody sounds so good. Oh, they sing like angels and everything. But then, so I could be talking about suicide or killing somebody. You just have to do your research. You can't be naive, and you also can't just turn your back from it either. Because we need to do something. As parents, as authority figures, guardians, we all need to do something. Because The time is running out, and we'll be right back. Underground Media. I am T-Rex. Welcome back. We end our first segment. We go into our second segment. Colin Kaepernick. That name is very popular, especially here in the States. Probably outside of the States as well. For pretty much exercising his First Amendment. But there's always consequences to when you exercise 
your First Amendment. If you don't know what the First Amendment is, it's pretty much this. Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the rights of the people peacefully to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. You have the right to speak per se. <laughs> like I said before this, there are consequences. But the consequences could be a perception or reality. Or it can be falsely made up. Or there can be a propaganda or agenda that is attached to it to make it seem like it's something else. Now, for the audience that's following our Twitter page, I know you you saw that the tweet said Colin Kaepernick bold move increases. What does it increase? What does it it increase? Well, it increases his protest, his visibility. <laughs> Let's throw in the jersey sales. Number two jersey in the NFL. Number two jersey now. He's not even a starter anymore. He is a backup quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. That's a little backdrop on him. But his protest, he feels like he doesn't want to stand for the Star Spangled Banner because he feels like the nation is oppressing people. That could be some true truth to it. But who who is being oppressed? And see, the way all of us work, society, media, we want to put it in color. So that's that's how we want to play that game. So who's oppressed? So, so you know the the most common terms that is used here is black and white. When you have Hispanics here, Latinos, Mexicans, Italians, people from all over the world that lives here. We find the oldest way to get a division going, and it's by playing the race card. That is the most common way to divide the citizens of the United States. So, Colin Kaepernick, he's doing that for for that cause. Of course, the media wants to throw, quote-unquote, black America into it and white America into it to make it look like, well, they come out with these ridiculous polls saying that 19% blacks disapprove Kaepernick's protests where they have 69% Caucasians or whites disapproving Kaepernick's protests. What are, they, who's, are these numbers really true? Are these numbers really true? Because 
he is protesting the racism that's that's that he says is still going on. And it is going on in certain parts of the country. It's a lot more other stuff that's going on in this country too, as well as that that is not shown on TV or not being reported. Because you know why? The most common way to divide the citizens of the United States is by playing the race card. We can't condemn this dude for wanting to speak his mind or using his First Amendment. We might not like it. But I'm sure there are things we do that other people don't like that is not shown on TV to hundreds of millions of people. But we sit here and try to bury someone that decide to go against the grain or decide to stand for something other than standing for the national anthem. We all have something that we believe in that we probably would take a knee for and probably get disapproval from people. That's called being yourself. That's called being unique. That might not have been the right way to go. Then again, it might have been the right way to go because now he has all the attention. Do something against the grain, you're going to get attention. Or you be yourself, you will get attention. You're in a room with 10 people, nine people say they're going to do this. Doesn't mean that you have to go do it. If you feel like it's not morally right or just for any belief that you have, especially last I heard in this country, You have the right to make your decision on what you want to do. But don't get me wrong. There is always consequences in anything you ever do, good or bad. There's a cause and the effect. You got to understand that cause and effect. Now he has a number two selling jersey in the NFL. He's going to donate a million dollars to charities and organizations to help fight racism. He has a platform now. And for whatever reason that he did that, he has a platform now. And he's capitalizing on it. He has everybody's attention. And now he has other people, other NFL players, other athletes, they say, hey, he made a bold move. I got something I want to protest. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to take a knee. Sometimes you have to go against the grain. If you be yourself, it's going to be a lot of times you're going to make unpopular decisions. That's just life. That's how it is. If you're doing something that the other nine people or the majority is not doing, that is considered unpopular. And then you got to put up with the negativity of that, which you can handle that. You get that soul strong, get your spirit strong, you can handle the adversity. That shouldn't be happening because you are being yourself or you're making a decision based on what you know 
and what you feel like is right. You don't have to be the popular person. If you're trying to be popular, then you're not trying to live right. Even though the move by Colin was not the move that a lot of people want to make, he made a move that is prompting change. It's sparking talks, discussions. He doesn't mean in a disrespect. He is fulfilling his first amendment. Our brave soldiers and military have fought for us to do. And I know it rubs people the wrong way. I know it makes the veterans mad. It makes the citizens mad. But also, at the same time, you got to think about you fought for this. You fought for the freedom. You fought for you want to wear the color green or you want a box of Cheerios. Because there are other countries in this world you can't make decisions on your own. You have the government telling you what to do, what time to go to bed, what time to be in your house, what time the lights need to be off. Sometimes I feel like we're heading that way. Because people want to get bad, go burn his jersey, put out a Vine video, putting something on World Star or CNN or any media outlet to get some fame and be on Good Morning America and the Today Show because you burn a jersey or you do something crazy to voice your opinion about Colin. That's perfectly fine, too. But it doesn't make the situation right. It don't make it better. You're wasting time. Crying out for help. Or you send a reason why they protest, just go up to them and ask them why they're doing it. And is there anything that you can do to spark a change? And then if you do that, maybe somebody else that looks up to you, be like, hey, they actually went and, you know, discussed the problem and now they, they have a plan in place to have a solution or a resolution for it. I'm, I'm going to do it too. It don't take but one person. It takes one person to spark a change. One person. It is great. It is great. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to wrap things up. With the love in the body, I thought we were the call. Are we true to hear some fists are probably bald? Folks claim they want the truth, then they crucify the preacher. Say they ain't the followers yet, refuse to be the leaders. Pride rises, I see it through the spirit hybrid. And it's evident the church is full of backbiters. The dude on the pew had used some crack fighters. Love covers a multitude, and that's your reminder. If we have the spirit, Christ, we structure ourselves. But on the railroad of life, we protected ourselves. Every time we point the finger, the church ourselves. Every time we hate, we only hold a grudge with ourselves. Every time we kill, we only put in the gun at ourselves. Look at being merely a but only one of themselves. Yo, let me set the clarity. The best name is charity. Who separates his body from the world and the Pharisees. Smile in your face, smile in your face. Smile in your face, then they stab you in the back. Smile in your face, smile in your face. Smile in your face, then they stab you in the back. Smile in your face, smile in your face. Smile in your face, then they stab you in the back. Smile in your face, smile in your face. Smile in your face, then they stab you in the back. When you close to the end, they be taking our own furloughs. Condemning ex-rippers who are switching the church clothes. We see these issues, I tell you what's the worst, bro. They can't tell the difference between the curse and the church. Whoa, I can't blame him. How do you argue against? We exhaust, and if he falls, we say how sorry he is. We keep bringing up the past, Atari's it is. And if the tables have a turn, then we hardly forgive. Stop looking at the 
remember where your plank is. Stop scheming on your family or your name isn't blanked in. With Mr. Krabs, we'll give you anything you ask. Regardless of your past, man, we should always thank him. Should be known by charity, aligned with the statement. Prayers are incense and we're divided by the fragrance. How can I pray the heathen hate on you? Smile in your face, turn around and pray on you. You smile in your face, smile in your face. Smile in your face, then they stab you in the back. Smile in your face, smile in your face. Smile in your face, then they stab you in the back. Smile in your face, smile in your face. Smile in your face, then they stab you in the back. Smile in your face, smile in your face. Smile in your face, then they stab you in the back. Welcome back to King of Underground Media. I am T-Rex. Thank you all for listening to the show. You can also check us out at LiveByTerrence.com, also on BlogTalkRadio.com, CollegeUndergroundRadio.com. We are on those websites and also tune in. If you have iTunes, you can get us on iTunes. Our podcasts are free to download and listen. I definitely want to give a shout-out to De La Soul. They've been in the hip-hop game for almost 30 years, and it was just announced that they have the number one rap album on the Billboard charts. They released this album a little over a week and a half ago. It's titled And the Anonymous Nobody. This album, funded by the people and made for the people, they raised over $600,000 on Kickstarter through donations to get this album out. In almost 30 years in the genre, they have the number one rap album right now in the country. Definitely a salute to them. You can find their album on iTunes, of course. And I know they are very proud to be able to do that in in today's rap industry, hip-hop industry. Kudos and salute to De La Soul for being able to put out one of their best albums to date. Now, the last part of the show, the last segment, takes me back to Saturday. I was watching College Game Day on ESPN, and they did a feature on someone that Texas alum, and he used to take care of Bevo, which is the mascot for the Texas Longhorns. His name is Kyler Duncan. And the reason why I want to talk about him is because there's a message to his life that can all that it can all apply to our life. That you don't ever ever give up, regardless of the odds, regardless of what the doctor may tell you, anybody that tells you. You know, if you believe and outside of this body of being spiritual and, you know, you pray, you put it in God's hand, he could turn any situation around just by speaking it. Kyler Duncan, he was diagnosed with terminal cancer and he found out like it was very it was very short that when he found out that he had it and he found out back in June and when they told him they pretty much told him he didn't have too much longer to live because the type of cancer that he has there's no cure for it of course and the chemotherapy would not help it. He had a rare form of cancer that was just going to 
just pretty much take his life away based on what the doctor said. He didn't give up, though. He kept on fighting. His goal, believe it or not, this is a, this is a true story, and he's an inspiration of strength and toughness. His goal, when he was told in June that he had terminal cancer and that he wasn't going to live but a couple of weeks or a little more than that, his goal was to live long enough to see the Notre Dame game that they played on Sunday night. That was his goal. But this is how God works. This is how if you have faith, if you have faith, just it could be as small as a mustard seed. If you ever see a mustard seed, it is very small. Just that much of faith can turn your life around or turn any situation around. If you truly believe, change can happen instantly or things can turn for the better. There's no magic or anything like that involved in this. So, it's not a Disney cartoon where you have a wizard that has a wand and tell you, say these words and stir this up. He went from diagnosed to live a couple of weeks, a little more after that. The chemo didn't work at the time. He he tried it. So he changed. He kind of changed his 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 lifestyle. He changed the way he did things. He changed the way he thought. To where now his body is accepting the chemo therapy, the radiation, and it's actually has slowed that cancer down. To where he is healthy to move around and walk and be able to have some kind of life. You know, they call it, you know, he branded as the Texas Fights because not only is, is he fighting, but everybody that, that's surrounding that program and people that knows him and probably since watching that feature on College Game Day on ESPN Saturday morning is cheering him on. Sometimes you might only need a few people in your corner to to help motivate you or help point you in the right direction or, or seek spiritual guidance. And that's the reason why I want to talk about him because he's a perfect example of overcoming adversity and obstacles. I know there are a lot of people that that that, that have overcome cancer and tragic events in their life that is not heard heard about but stories like this, everybody need to be heard. People that have survived domestic violence, they need to be heard. Because the media going to sweep all of that under the rug. But it is great to be able to speak on something like this because there could be somebody to listen to this show that's on their last leg or their last breath. And feel like there is no hope because when you turn on the TV, you don't see any hope. But by sharing this story with you, I hope it puts, <laughs> I'm saying hope again, but I hope that it puts something in whoever's listening to this message. 
that you can overcome whatever you are going through. You can overcome it. There is hope. You just have to believe. You might look around, do a 360 turn, and don't see it. But you can still get hope. Put your hand on hope. You can see hope. You can call hope before it actually comes to where you can see it. Kyler Duncan, definitely have you in my prayers, your family and everybody that's around you. God bless to you. But we're going to wrap up King of Underground Media tonight. This is the season premiere. We got two more great shows coming up this week. Turntable Thursdays with Kid Retro. Then Saturday, we have the Tailgate Crew Show with the main event. You can check us out at www.livebyterrence.com. One-stop shop. Have links to all our social media pages. You can go to our feature page. You can see who's who's the featured person of the week or the month on there. And then we also have all our tweets and highlights of our tweets and Instagrams and everything on our feature page of the website. We have a, a great blog. You can go read about sports and, and, and entertainment, news. We're building that, that, that page up as well on our website. So you check out our blog. You can check out the bios. You can check out our appearances on TMZ Live. That's our one-stop shop website. Our broadcast network is Block Talk Radio. You can go on the Block Talk Radio page and type in the Live by Terrence Network and find us there. Or you can put a slash after blocktalkradio.com and type in Live by Terrence. You can get it all. That's a direct link to a broadcasting page. But you can listen to us live on LiveByTerrence.com. Listen to some of the old podcasts. And you can go on iTunes or tune in and find us there. But I do want to say a special thanks to everyone that's tuned in. I gave a shout-out to my baby, Admin, Wendy, and the team, beginning of the show. So definitely th- thankful for them. And I personally want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Hype Magazine. College Underground Radio. For allowing us to grow grow our brand. But y'all, I'm going to show y'all check us out. Like I said, we got so many episodes you can go back and listen to. We'll be back live 30 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm T-Rex. God bless. Tonight, baby, it's all about you